Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Um, he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid is going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number four of the Electric Academy podcast. Uh, today we're going to do something a little different. We've been talking a lot about the theory. We've gone over what is electricity. We've talked about voltage, current, and resistance. But uh, And we've also talked about power, the 1.21 gigawatts of power. Well, today I wanted to kind of switch tacks here and talk about how to crush it in trade school and some study tips that you can um, apply to your own st- schooling. I speak from experience. I've been teaching trade school now for 10 years. I actually went to trade school to get into the trade as well. So what I'd like to do is just kind of go over some points. Now, this is going to be just basically off of a blog post I wrote back in 2016. So it's been a while, but, you know, all the information is completely still relevant. And I really encourage you guys to take a listen. If you are an apprentice, please pay attention to this because it will make the difference between a good learning experience and a bad learning experience. So let's get started here. So for some reason, people have this perception that study habits are something that you're born with. You either have a good study habit or you don't. And that's not true. It can be further from the truth. Like all habits, study habits can be cultivated and grown. They might be tricky and hard work at first, but the more you work at them, the easier they become. So it's like anything that you're working on, practice makes better, right? It's like I always tell my students. The study tips I suggest here are there's tips and habits that I used when I was going to school myself, but they're also habits that I've seen successful students in my class exhibit. That being said, it's not a definitive guide to study habits. There's other tacks. There's other ways things are going to work. There's whole books and college-level courses on the topic. What you need to do, though, is find a system that works for you. And what I'm hoping to do today is to provide you with a framework for that. So what you need to do is try out different things. Talk to friends that seem to have had success with studying and find out what has worked for them and not worked for them. But at the end of the day, it's your show and only you can determine how successful you're going to be and how you're going to get there. So on with the study tips. The first study tip number one, take good notes during class. There's a quote from Dante that says, he listens well who takes notes. It's been proven that we retain more writing things down than we do just listening or reading. So take the time to take good notes. If you don't know how to take notes, find someone who does and see if you can copy their notes. And there's always that person in class that's really good at note taking. And maybe you'll pick up some tips from them as they go. One thing that note taking is not is writing down every word that the instructor speaks. And I see that happen a lot where students are just trying to write down everything I've said. And it's just an exercise in futility. Note-taking is taking down key points and examples that help you understand the concepts. Now, a book of its own could be written on how to take notes, but there's some methods that are worth researching. So there's this one called the Cornell Method, and it's a method I recommend. And I'm not going to go too into it today, but I'm going to post some uh, links to this. You can check out a YouTube video on how to do it. It's basically you're outlining and you're folding up a piece of paper and you've got some key points you're making. I'll leave it to you to watch the video. There's the outlining method. There's a mind mapping method, which is another method that I really kind of endorse. And then there's the charting method, which isn't that great for math or physics. So when we're talking about electrical trade is an electrical apprenticeship, maybe it's not for us. It's not important which method you use. What is important is that you find one that works for you and you use it. Now, that leads into step, tip number two, review your notes. And the quote I got for that one is, twice and thrice over, as they say, good is it re- to be repeated review what is good. 
Plato. So while the practice of writing down notes helps you to retain what you're learning, notes have another benefit. They are an amazing resource for resor- re- review, and they're a great study aid. It's why it's impor- important to learn how to take good notes. It's one thing to just copy stuff down as the instructor speaks or as you read the textbook. It's a whole other to be able to go to those notes and to be able to use them as a resource. So use your notes in a study group. Remember, you joined or started one. You should be in a study group, and that's one thing that I highly recommend. Share your notes with each other. I cannot stress enough how valuable it is to share your notes with others. It's incredible how much you can learn from fellow students, and it's equally incredible how much you can teach them. Not only will they help keep you accountable, you're going to push each other to be better students. And honestly, the best way to learn something is to teach it, and the best way to teach it is to share it. So that's something to keep in, note, keep in mind. Keep your notes also for year to year. There's going to be times where you wish you had your old notes to review. I see this happen a lot. And I get a phone call or a text message from students often asking for old notes because they can't find the notes that they took before. A lot of concepts coming in the pre- next years require knowledge of previous stuff. So it's all a foundation. First year is always a foundation for second year. Second year is a foundation for third year. And third year is a foundation for fourth year. So you need all of those notes. Keep them. It's a short amount of time, those four years. Just keep them in a box in your garage off the floor so they don't get flooded out and hold on to them. Study tip number three, understand, don't memorize. And as Albert Einstein says, if you can't explain it simply, you don't know it well enough. So in my opinion, this is one of the biggest issues with education today. Schools are designed to turn people into good memorizers. Just think about it. Most tests require you to regurgitate something you've learned. You could go through your whole education without fully understanding what you're learning, but if you're good at memorizing, then typically you're going to do well. And like I said to a class of mine this morning, is that they had a test, and I said, the only thing you doing well on a test really tells me is that you know how to do well on tests. So it goes beyond just trying to memorize and regurgitate information. Now, I know this isn't always the case, and there's some exceptions. However, I do know that my own experience as a student as, and as an instructor, it's been about 95% of the time that that's the way it works. I'm constantly harping on students to make sure that they understand the concepts, not just memorize them. So if you take time to understand the concept, it will stay with you, I promise. Invest in the understanding and you won't have to stress with the remembering. Tip number four, don't cram. Cramming doesn't always work. Sitting down the night before an exam is, in my humble opinion, not very smart. You're more than likely going to be trying to leave review, leaving trying to review a whole unit's worth of information in a few hours and a unit that you probably spent days learning, so good luck with that. Not to mention, you'll be doing what you're going to be doing is tying a knot in your stomach, feeling nausea flowing over you like a gallon of coffee knocking on the door of your bladder. And manage your time well. Take every day to review the previous material and just work on reviewing and studying. Remember, Netflix and your video games will be there waiting for you when you're done and the course is over. Number five. Study tip number five, take short breaks and take them often. Your ability to remember anything decreases rapidly after about 20 to 30 minutes. Make sure every half hour or so you get up, walk around, check Facebook, go on Snapchat, Instagram, whatever, go for a run. It's amazing what a difference this makes. Spending too much time on a topic can overload your brain to the point of saturation. You won't be able to take in any any more information. After 30 minutes of studying, you're probably wasting your time. There have been times that I've struggled with something to the point of banging my head against the wall. A short break later and things appeared much clearer. Now keep in mind I said a short break. You've got to come back to it. Okay, number six, 
Minimize your distractions. Now, studies say that it can take anywhere between 5 to 15 minutes to regain the level of focus you had before you're distracted. When you're dealing with a finite amount of time, those minutes are precious. Here's some things you can help do to minimize distraction. Wear noise-canceling headphones and listen to instrumental music. And I do this all the time. You can go to Spotify for a study playlist that are fantastic. Work in a place where you're able to close the doors to distractions. Put your phone on silence or airplane mode. That's a huge one. Turn notifications off on your computer if they have them on. It's only for a set amount of time. Remember, maybe set an alarm for 20 minutes, then turn it back on. Check your notifications if you have to. But turn those notifications off. Set aside a specific time of studying, doing homework that you keep sacred. Let everyone know who's close to you how sacred that time is. So a lot of my students will typically do that after class. Like from four to five is their study time. And there's nothing that will break into that. If you have to study away from home, choose a library if at all possible. I would not recommend coffee shops. If you're a people watcher, you're just going to get distracted. It's noisy. It's hard to study. Make sure that the area around you where you're studying is neat and organized. Chaos begets chaos and focus begets focus. So if your desk is a mess, you're going to have a hard time focusing on the study. Close all windows on your computer that aren't necessary for studying. Like Facebook and all those Snapchat and all those ones, they are not necessary. And if you have to use website blockers, there's apps designed to block certain websites for a specific amount of time. So there's one called self-restraint or self-control. And so those are my, my, um, my study tips. Now, I've got just to review again. One, take good notes. Two, review your notes. Three, take the time to understand key concepts and don't just memorize. Four, don't cram. Five, take short breaks. And six, minimize your distractions. And you follow those and you will, I guarantee, do well at school. Just take the time and invest. It's a short amount of time. I know up here in Canada where I teach, it's a 10-week course and it could be even less. So take the time to really be intentional about your studying. Those who are intentional about it, and if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably intentional about it because you want to do well. So take my advice, heed my advice, and take those six points and put them into action. Now, that's all I got for this week. Again, I will be doing a lot more theory posts, but every once in a while, I'm going to throw in some like life hacks here or some study tips or how to survive your apprenticeship podcast once in a while. And you know, I'm thinking I might even bring in a guest or two. So we're going to make this a fun podcast. As always, if you need to reach out to me, please do so. You can get me at chad at theelectricacademy.com. And if you're liking this podcast, we're into the fourth episode now, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review. I would really appreciate it. It helps get the word out there. And if there's things you need to think that I could work on, let me know as well. Um, just leave a nice little review on that. Again, I'm just ramping up for the membership side of things. I've got an idea how things are going to work, which I'm very excited about because I'm very much into not kind of, I don't like the idea of having people not have access to my resources, but there's a way that I think we can do it where you can help me and I can help you. So that's, you want to go to the website and click on the put yourself on the membership waiting list if you want more information about that. All right, that's all I have for this week. Have a great week and we will see you all on the next time. Stay classy. Stay classy.